Hi guys, let's talk about the beginning today and look at how the earth and the heavens were formed. We're going to consider, first of all, that God is perfect and that everything he makes is perfect. He is perfect in power. He is perfect in his love. He is eternal. That means he is without beginning and without end. He's perfect in knowledge. He has all knowledge. The little bit of knowledge that man has comes from a fountain of knowledge that God gives to them. And so when we think about how God created the world, which it talks about in Genesis chapter 1, we need to understand that everything that God made in the very beginning was perfect because he is a God of perfection. So if you want to look in your Bible, you can open it to the very first book in the Bible called Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters so there's a lot in that very first two verses to consider it says that the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep and so when we consider that the heavens today, outer space, contains water in it, frozen or vaporous, and we know that because when comets fly across the sky, what are comets made of? They're made of water vapor turned to ice, encapsulating minerals and dirt particles and dust particles. And so when a comet races across the sky at night and leaves its tail streaming behind it, that's the water vapor burning off, as well as some of the minerals and the dust particles. So you have these gigantic balls of ice flying across the sky. So we know at one time there was water vapor or maybe liquid water in space and liquid water down here when God was beginning to form the earth. And it says that God's Spirit, His Holy Spirit, was hovering over those waters. And then in verse 3, it says, And God said, Let there be light. Now, when you first think about it, you would think, Well, he put the sun in the sky. But that's not where the light comes from, because the light will appear later as we continue to read. The light was God himself illuminating and starting to see the creation unfold before him as he began to make it. And so this light in verse 3 said, And let there be light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And so we'll consider that very first day when this light was from the presence of God, whether it was Jesus himself or whether it was God the Father himself. This was light, and he knew he was creating day and night even though the sun and the moon had not been created yet, because they're not going to be created until day four. So as we move along here, it says in verse six, And God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters to separate the water from water. So God made the expanse and separated water under the expanse from water above it. And so it was. So in verse eight, God called the expanse sky. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. So when God separated this water, there's water all over where the earth is going to be. And then above that was the sky. Now, that was the second day where he creates the sky, which we call atmosphere. 
And this water-covered ground would be the firmament. That would be the earth itself, this global structure that is the earth. So in verse 9, it says, And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered into one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and gathered the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. So when he created the dry ground, that was day three. He said, let the land produce vegetation. This is also on day three. Seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. And it was so. So he put on this dry land, he put all these different trees, the different varieties. He put fruit trees there. He put various kind of plants. And they were all good. Remember, they're beyond good since God made them. They're perfect. And it says the land produced vegetation in verse 12, plants bearing seed according to their kinds and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kind. And God saw that it was good and there was evening and there was morning the third day. So let's move on and look at um, verse 14. It says, And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. So what do you think those two lights are, guys? The greater light is, you guessed it, the sun, and the lesser light is, you got it right again, the moon. And then he continues, he also made the stars. God set them in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. So on day four, the sun and the moon and the stars are placed in the sky, and God said it was good. In fact, it was probably perfect, don't you think? And how many stars are in the sky? According to NASA, there are at least 100 billion stars just in our galaxy alone. Planet Earth is located in the Milky Way galaxy, and the nearest star to planet Earth is Alpha Centauri that's several light years away. Okay, then in verse 20, God said, Let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the Earth across the expanse of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living and moving thing with which the waters teem according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water of the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning. This was the fifth day. So in five days, God has created light He's created the atmosphere and the earth and outer space. He's created dry ground with plants. He's created the sun, the moon, and the stars. He's put animals into the sea and birds into the sky. And now on day six, it says, God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, 
and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kind. And God saw that it was good. Remember, it was beyond good. It was perfect. Then God said, Let us make man in our own image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Well, when God said, let's make man in our image, who do you think he was talking to? Well, he was talking to his son, Jesus. Remember, the Holy Spirit was over the surface of the water. So now we understand that the entire Trinity of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were there at the very beginning of creation. And the three of them had a hand in the creation of everything on earth, in the sky, above the sky, and in the waters. And it was all perfect. So as we continue in verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and then subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. So when we look back there in verse 27, God created man in his own image. What does that mean? Okay, it means he gave us his spirit. Our conscience, the good part of us that thinks good thoughts and says good things and is always in a spirit of love, is the spirit of what God is. And I think his image that he put into us is his loving thoughtfulness and kindness and his spirit that tells our conscience when we're doing the right things and it also tells us when we're doing the wrong things. And so I think it's important to always try to do the right things and obey God like we talked about the importance of understanding the Bible, because our spirit is created exactly like his spirit. And as we continue to study, we're going to learn that there's a man called David, and you may know him. He was the man who slew Goliath, and we'll talk about that story later. But in the Bible it says, David had a heart like God's. In other words, his spirit was like God's spirit. God saw in him the good things that he wants each of us to have, and to understand to do what is right. So what do you think God did on the seventh day, the final day? It says that he rested, and it's in chapter 2, verse 2. It says, By the seventh day God had finished the work he had been doing, so on the seventh day he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So basically... These first two chapters are the beginning of the Bible of how God created the heavens and the earth. And when he created them, they were created perfectly. He said they were good. Everything about them was perfect because God is perfect. And we'll talk later in another story about how sin crept into the world and things didn't stay perfect for very long. But again, that's for another story. Today, I want you to remember that God is perfect, and when he creates something, it's perfect. 
He created you and he wants you to obey him through, again, learning the rules and loving him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. God is perfect and gives us a way to be perfect through Jesus Christ. And that is an amazing gift for each of you. That's all for today. Bye. Bye.